Well, hello there and welcome to another exciting edition of your favorite all-women talk show, Sister, Sister, right here on City TV and 97.3 City FM. It's another day, another occasion to have a conversation, real conversations about your relationships. And as you can see, Sister, Sister now has an audience. My audience, you, 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 you'll get to meet them, I'm sure. You know, they're really, really exciting people, and uh, they'll be contributing to today's conversation as well. So for those of you watching us on City TV or listening to us on 97.3, uh, just get ready. Get ready. We're going to have some really fun times. My name is Jessica, and shortly I'll introduce our sisters in the studio with us today. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. And you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. So uh, just before the break, I told you once again that my name was Jessica and it still is. Uh, there are various ways that you can interact with us on the show today. But before I tell you about that, of course, I have my sisters in studio with us. And I think it's only right uh, to introduce them. So to my right, I've got MFA. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing today, Amy? I'm good. I'm Great. fantastic. How Thank was your you. week? Great. No complaints. No complaints. Yeah. No drama. Drama no, free. No drama. Drama free week. That's so, a good yeah. thing. We like drama free <laughs> weeks, don't we? We also have Olivia in the house, everybody. <laughs> What's going on? I'm good. I've lost my voice, but hopefully. Aww. How did you lose your voice? Uh, Are you sure you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was about to ask. In a good way. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Still recovering from Valentine's Day. Let's just oh, say. Hello. Recovering from Valentine fever. No. <laughs> Rosina, I'm actually grieving, actually. Aww. But um, I'm excited for the new set, new sister, sister. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. So I'm um, done some excitement in my life, yes. but it's been a terrible week for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're here, most importantly. I know, I know, and I know, I know the show is therapeutic for you. I know. You say that so all this is the another time. therapy. Yeah. 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 yeah, it is. Let's put our hands together for a second. So we'll go straight into action. No long thing. You know how it is. Uh, we receive your messages as and when they come to the show, and we address them accordingly. Now, there are various ways that you can interact with us. Very simple. You can either send an email to jessica at cityfmonline.com. You can send a WhatsApp message to 054-998-6996, or you can uh, like our Facebook page, all right? Just go on there, look for Sister Sister Live, like the page, interact with all the stories that we put out, and uh, send us DMs as well. We like that, okay? So these are the ways that you can reach us. If you're watching on DSTV channel 363 or GoTV channel 182, perhaps you can prefix it with the country code as in our WhatsApp number. So it'll be plus 233 and then you continue in that fashion. So once again, welcome to the show. Now we're going to take our very first story for the day. And uh, well, here it is. Watch. 
Hi, sisters. I got introduced to a lady by a close relative. We got talking, and she told me she liked me. She's opened up to me and told me a lot about her life and what she's been through. She suffered some losses that really hurt her. The issue is, I'm a bit skeptical about asking her out because she told me she once had a sexual relationship with a sugar daddy because she and her boyfriend had hit a rough patch when they were dating due to the fact that her boyfriend then had also gone in for a side check. She's had an abortion before, and another older man is currently after her. Though she claims she is not interested in him. She has gotten some money and a new phone from him too. She's a nice person and I'm beginning to like her. But the thought of all these occurrences drew me back when I think of asking her out. She said she's changed and ready to be in a committed relationship and has regretted all she's done. I have a feeling she might repeat this if I do ask her out. What do you advise, sisters? Am I being paranoid? I am Bobby in Accra. Alrighty, so that's Bobby in Accra with some... Um, with some drama in his life. Who wants yeah. to go first? <laughs> I'll go. Oh. Over to you. So, um, obviously, she's got, like, a lot of things happening in her life. Um, well, good, good and bad, if you ask me. Um, you are interested in dating her. She's, she's come to you. She's an open book. She's told you this is what has happened in her life. Um, she's, she's trying to sort of turn over a new leaf. And here's the case whereby you like her, but you're not sure. For me, personally, I feel like if you are about to go into a relationship and you think that you can't trust the person, don't, don't get into it. Because what's going to happen is that you'll keep wondering, where is she at? Assuming you guys are supposed to be meeting, you'll mm. be like, where is she at? She's probably with that sugar daddy. She's probably with this person. The thing is, if you know you can't completely forget about her past and take her on as a completely new person, don't go out with her. This is where I'm coming from. Because right. the tendency that you would easily suspect her, easily refer her, when um, lovey-dovey stage is all over and reality sets in, you guys have kids and stuff, when something just goes a little bit wrong, you will be suspicious. Maybe genuinely she's changed, but I don't think you can't quite handle her past. So if you are not at a place whereby you accept her for who she is, especially considering the fact that she's like, no, she's done, she's dusted, she's a new person. If you know that you can't handle the new her, leave her and let her be hmm. and f allow her to find somebody who would love her for who she is or appreciate her for who she is. All right. Mm. Okay. That's just me. Right, Amy. Um, for me, the history doesn't bother me as much. Um, her dating history. I mean, everybody has has a past, has a past. Mm -hmm. exactly. So um, that doesn't bother me. What What is bothering me is the fact that he doesn't seem to be able to let go of that. Okay. Um, he's still holding on to the fact that she had a sugar daddy in the past. The fact that one of her most recent sugar daddies gave her a watch and things like that. Um, so I think he should dig deep and see if this is somebody he can truly build a life with because you, you don't want to be that person who's always hanging somebody's past over their heads. I definitely don't want to be somebody who's constantly reminding me of what I used to be as opposed to the person I'm becoming or the person I want to become. So, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with her past. Um, it's just the fact that it, it seems to be still lingering mm. yeah so i think i think this is a no-no for me or he can um try and get to know her a little better and see if this is something he can move forward with but for now it's a no 
Okay, no for you. Yeah. No, Rosie. as in, no, as in not to ahead. move forward with the oh, relationship okay. and okay. not to ask her out. Because um, he, can't, he can't handle it. Okay, mm. I, I, I think that I agree with um, MFA because um, everybody has a past. And when you're young, there are certain things that you think are ideal, are okay, are, I mean, are okay with the times, things happening. And then as you grow older, you realize that it's actually pure foolishness, and then you turn your ways. <laughs> I mean, that's the gospel truth. Yeah. All of us have done something in uh, yeah. our past that we are not exactly proud yeah. of. It doesn't have to be men-related, but it could be in other fields, you understand? Yeah. So if she's progressed to that level and she feels that, okay, all what I've done before was not the best for me to do, and I want to really turn over a new leaf, the good thing here is that she's come clean. Mm. You understand? I have, I have respect for people who come clean and yeah. tell you that this, this is my past. Yeah. Mm. This is what I've done. So you are lucky because what it means is that you are not going to go out with your friends one day and get the shock. Charlie, this is your girl. Be like, I guess some uncle be. You'll be like, if I am once before. Mm. Then you are now lost in the crowd and then you don't know what to do. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So I think that she's come clean with you. I think what you should do is that you're not dating her past. You're going to date her now and her future. You understand? So try and concentrate on her qualities that make her the person that you got attracted to. Now, once you concentrate on the qualities, of course, you're human. So those things will be in your background. But over time, the quality that is in front of you is going to override her past that she has told you. And then, you know, this is a refined metal and not raw Oh, you understand? Yeah. So you're lucky you're getting somebody who will be refined. And most of the time, when you date somebody who's been through all this and they have changed, you actually have a jewel. You don't want somebody who is playing naive, playing, oh, I'm here. Then you find out things <laughs> when you're already committed. That one is yeah. more of a disaster. Mm. So I think you should work on yourself. You yourself, you're not perfect. So just admit that and look at her now and her future. If you're okay with that, fine. But by all means, if you can't get over her past, don't waste her time. Mm. I have a question for you, ladies, though. Mm. Um, because um, in the story, there was something along the lines of um, she's still accepting a new phone exactly. and whatever from the guy. Yeah. And that's that, current. Yeah. For me, that's the part that eats at me. Mm -hmm. Okay, you say you've changed. Yeah. Once I've changed, I don't see why I would want to accept a gift from my mm. ex. And then that's when the dimension may change because... Accept a gift from your ex one and tell your boyfriend again. So that means your prospective boyfriend, he knows. So is it a stance where you are trying to say, say, me say, and I'm it. And it's not even but her ex. No, it's not her ex. It's a sugar daddy yeah, figure. Exactly. But the thing is that, is he really a sugar daddy figure? Or because he's older, you're assuming that it's a sugar daddy figure. And, an, and another question too. Technically, your yeah. relationship with her has not been defined. Well... True. Yeah. So That's the truth. She, she owes you nothing. Well, she can continue true. her life. This is you sitting back from a different perspective, anticipating asking her out, mm. but you're judging her per the circumstances around her and thinking that... It may not work. Yeah. Exactly. So really, but she's given him something he doesn't even... He's not even owed because exactly. they're not even together and she's, she's being open and saying, oh, this person recently gave me a gift. So really, she's... Giving you more than you're entitled to, so... Who knows? She's probably friend-zoned you, and she's probably thinking, oh, you're the guy that I want to tell stuff to. <laughs> you never know. Uh, maybe. Never she's know. probably not thinking about you the way you are thinking about her. How about that? Okay. Okay, that's an angle. <laughs> All right, let, let me bring in the audience. Anyone in the audience want to, you know, I don't know, contribute to what's being said? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay you, you're holding. Yeah. Okay, hi, everyone. Hi. hi. So your name is... My name is Gail. Gail. Hi, nice Gail. Gail. <laughs> nice to meet you. And you know what I think? I think... Um, People confuse dating and relationships. Mm. For me, I think dating is just getting to know someone True. on a potential romantic level. That's what I think. So mm. the potential is the key word. 
So when you, you meet someone or you like someone, you need to not take things too seriously. You need to have your standards and then find out if the person also matches or ticks all the boxes mm. on those standards. Right. And then also get to know them before you start making such serious decisions by judging them and all of that. Right. So after all that, if you realize you guys don't, you know, are not on the same page, mm-hmm. then you let the person go. Right. That's what I think. Right, right. Um, there's a gentleman here with his hands up. If you could just pass on the microphone real quick. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to ask the sisters quickly. Because... Uh, <laughs> Okay, not to put pressure on you. Okay. <laughs> What's your name, by the way? I'm Kweku. Kweku, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, traditionally, uh, families would do a deep background search mm-hmm. before you pick a woman as a wife or anything. So I want to understand that, or by my understanding, this is his form of background search. Okay. In, at what point does history come in? At what point would you make history a deciding factor as to whether to go on or not to go on with a person? I think it, when the history is still lingering, is when it becomes a problem. Like this lady was saying that she's had enough of that life, but then there's a new sugar daddy or a new older man who's still giving her gifts and she's still accepting those gifts. I think when the history is still, you know, it's not really history, there's still that umbilical cord, then that's when it should, you know, Mm. we should really focus on it. That's when it becomes a problem, in my opinion. Because, I mean, we, we change every day. I don't, I don't see why I should be defined by the person I was 10 years ago if that's not the person I still am today. So give people a chance to grow and move forward. Any, anyone else want to? Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, I'm Doreen. Doreen. Hi, Doreen. I want to know, at this point, is she aware what he's thinking? Is she aware what he's thinking? That is also a good yeah. question. He didn't say... Okay, then he can't judge her. He can't judge her mm-hmm. at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. All right. Yeah. Cool. Because, okay, because when I was friends with my husband, mm-hmm. I told him everything. Because he everything? was my friend. Everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's one of the reasons why I married him, because he never judged me for anything. Oh. You understand? Yes. Yeah, so I think it's because at that time, I had no idea we we're going to be where we are now. It was the last thing on my mind. So, mm-hmm. like, oh, just gossip like you know tell him everything and so i think sometimes people tell people (coughs) what is going on in their lives because they trust them they 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 think they are very good friends they think that they can confide in them but trust me everybody has a skeleton in their cupboard so history i think that history should give you something as a base but it should not be the final defining um Factor, factor yeah. in your decision making mm. yeah. because some people have history that they've actually entirely moved away from and they have become better people yeah. so if somebody has become a better person and you can see it right in front of you i don't see why you should still hang on to history but by all means if you still see indicators of that history that you're not comfortable with in the current life then mm-hmm. i mean honestly speaking don't lie to yourself right yeah. don't waste your time don't waste your time don't waste anybody's time mm. and I, that's another story after yeah, yeah. And, and i think yeah. it also brings up that conversation about maybe full disclosure mm. yeah. before you guys start dating and whether it's important and indeed how much should you disclose? Because you said if you if you're known now, right? No, okay. He okay, he's a different person. Okay. Right. Maybe he chooses not to use that to judge me at all. Mm. You understand? Okay. But as And it doesn't show up in your arguments. No, or, all the arguments. Great. You have an amazing guy. Great. Not everybody will do yeah, that. Yeah, so not everybody, exactly. but from what I, I see and I hear from people, you realize that the past really plays a lot. So whilst you are giving them the, the, the filler, they are okay. But let an argument come. Oh, cry. 
you, you cry, yeah. then... Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you. sometimes I think that disclosure is okay, a certain level of disclosure, but I think that if it's a dating phase, it's important to be uncovered slowly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. It's important yeah. to be uncovered slowly so that every time there's something to look forward to, then the person gets to know you for who you are. Mm. Sometimes when you talk too much whilst you are dating, you realize that you put all the cards forward, the person's already prejudging you. It doesn't, you don't even give the other person the opportunity right. to know you. Yeah. But in this case, I think Doreen is probably right. The man has not put his intentions forward. His intentions are probably in his head. Yeah, and she is probably seeing him like, oh, this is a really cool guy. He's really nice. He makes a lot of sense when I talk to him. He advises mm. me nicely. So she's just talking pouring to out. him. Yeah, yeah, pouring out to him. And then he is taking to a new level because he has other... And, and, yeah, and but... as a friend, though, mm. if you have a problem with what she's doing, speak to her. Mm. You mm. see, don't wait for a show like this to tell us about it because she's probably, like I said, friend-zoned you. Right. She's telling you stuff. So you should sit back and say to her, my dear, you're doing this, this, and that. Mm. Don't you think... Or what do you think? I think. You see, have that conversation with her. But you sort of put her in a particular category and you're anticipating going out with her. You mm. don't like what she's doing and you you're expect us to advise her. Yeah. I mean, it can't yeah. work. But yeah, sometimes... But in terms of, sorry, but in terms of full disclosure, though, I feel you should show your potential partner who you are. Exactly. But that's different from disclosing your entire history. Mm. I think you should definitely, I, I mean, I believe in saying it like it is, making communication as mm -hmm. easy as possible. So I will tell you exactly who I am, my likes, my dislikes, you know, unravel the onion for you. But that's different from... Onion. Yeah, onions yeah, have layers. Different layers it? Yeah, <laughs> but it's completely different from telling somebody your history. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you should be your own best friend first. There's some things, you know, I'll keep to myself. And it doesn't mean, you know, I'm a bad person. I'm hiding things from you. It's just that's those are details that have formed the person I am. And I just... I just don't think it's for everybody's ears. Mm -hmm. So, you know, tell them, you know, pass your personality. But in terms of, of your history, I don't think you should feel obliged yeah. to put your entire life history on the table. Right. Like, Two unrealistic. Things, Two things, though, that I think it's important that you tell your potential partner. Um, <clears throat> medical stuff and yeah, having a child. That's, hmm. That's it. Of course. Okay. But body count, no. Right. It's Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. We're really excited because now we have an audience, a really interactive one. And uh, yes, remember, your comments are welcome still on 054-998-6996. You can also prefix that number with plus 233 if you're messaging us from outside Ghana. Um, alternatively, you can also also, send an email to jessica at cityfmonline.com. We'll go for a quick break. When we return, another story. So you're welcome back to Sister Sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. I have a second story here I'll share with you. Uh, it says, Dear Sisters, my wife was a sleigh queen whom many discouraged me from marrying. We've been married for almost two years without kids. She is humble and even overly respectful. She prepares my meals and does my laundry. She plays hard to get when it comes to sex, but I like her games. I hang out with my boys on Fridays and she never complains. Last Friday, on my way to my usual rendezvous, I decided to come home and spend time with my wife instead. She had gone out 
and returned about 40 minutes later dressed to kill. She said a friend visited and she just went to see her off. My gut tells me she's cheating. Do I ignore my instincts? I have flirted with a few ladies, but never gone all the way with them. What do I do? I love her. And this is from Worried Ni Inosu. <laughs> slay queen. Not slay queen. No. Slay queen. Slay queen. <laughs> Shelley. So, what are your thoughts, ladies? Who wants to go? I think he's being paranoid. Um, I think he hasn't let go of that label, the whole slay queen um, facade that she might have had on social media or whatever. Because he's saying, I mean, I, I can't relate to her, but he's saying, you know, she ticks all the right boxes for him. <laughs> So just because, you know, something didn't feel quite right does not mean she's cheating. So maybe you still don't see her as your wife. You still see her as some, you know, slay queen who likes life, who likes going out kind of person. Do you get what I mean? I get what you mean. Because I don't see how, you know, you'll see her dressed and just because she didn't tell you she had plans, you're jumping. But she wants to see somebody off. Like, why are you dressed to kill going to see somebody off? Ah, so... Ah. If, she, if, if she's a slay queen, maybe she likes to make up at home. Maybe she likes to slay. Exactly. Maybe she likes to slay. That's how older women play sometimes. Oh my God, Rosie. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not the slay queen, no, I think. <laughs> so actually making sense, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. You see, when you get married, right, there's routine. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you're used to, stuff that you know is normal, stuff that you know, okay, you automatically expect that X, Y, and Z. Oh, maybe I drop the kids at school at this time, pick them up, you know, routine stuff that both of you know, you're always communicating, I'll be here at this time, this time. So he's used to doing his whole Friday night chill out with his guys, and then all of a sudden something changes. He's expecting to come home. His wife home. will be home. Exactly, because that has been the norm. Assuming something would have changed. He probably was expecting that his wife would text him. Agreed. Maybe she couldn't text him. But my thing is that he comes back home and one, it's not like she's in bed or she's watching TV or, you know. She shut that. Thank you. <laughs> you she know, has a life and, too. And, yeah. I mean, nobody nobody yeah. disputes that, yes, she has a life or maybe genuinely somebody came home. But you see, that's the thing about relationships. If you don't don't give me a cause to feel uneasy. Yes, I could have had somebody come. Aww. Yes, I could have had somebody come visit me, right? <clears throat> and my body language would be cool. Do you understand what I mean? There's something that's off. There's something that he doesn't understand. My take is, yes, agreed. Maybe somebody did genuinely come to visit her. Yes, she just felt like dressing up. Agreed. As you know. But my thing is, as a guy, right, you came home, something is off. Talk to your wife. Yeah, why, you, why do you think she's cheating? Um, because, because she didn't, she didn't she tell, tell him. him. No, but, See. but he, didn't, he didn't even mention her routine. He seems like he's mostly about him. He goes to visit, he goes to do this, he goes to do that. Fair, like, he didn't even mention what she does on a Friday night. So the fact that... Because I mean, she pro- he probably thinks she does nothing. Sweetheart. You understand? She probably thinks... And that's why I'm saying that. Like, why didn't he tell her, or she tell him, mm. that she was going to step out? Because if you're just seeing someone off for 40 minutes, that's you a long time. Why, so why are you jumping through hoops and through fire and but hell that's what it is. to jump He's to the conclusion? Because it's not the him. regular thing. But it doesn't mean she's cheating, even not if it's not the regular thing. But it's not the regular thing, you admit yeah, that. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that what he said, that he that thinks he she's suspects, cheating? That he suspects, yes. Yeah, that's my thing. Just because it's not the norm doesn't mean she's cheating. Okay. But who is a slave queen? Thank you. <laughs> you see... 
My thing is, you see, we all have things that make us. Uh, that was what was that, annoying. Yeah, you. that make us get excited. You know, somebody likes to do hair. Doesn't mean the person cannot cook. It doesn't mean the person cannot clean. It doesn't mean the person is not humble. The person just likes the look of the whole hair. Mm-hmm. The person likes to play with makeup. The person is probably a creative. So and the person likes to dress. If the person has a body to die for such that what me I wear look like a pregnant fish, she would wear and look like a slay queen. I mean, think about it. So sometimes people tag people slay queens for no reason. Yeah. Because the person just likes to dress out, probably hang out with friends, and you're like, ah, she's a slay queen. Because she's always dressed nicely, always looks put together and everything. Now you've married her. She's proven to you that she's actually a woman underneath all that slay. It doesn't mean that she doesn't know how to slay again. The mm. fact that she's now cooking and clean doesn't mean that she's forgotten how to dress up mm. or, she or how to do slaying. or she stops. Yeah. It's a Friday night for crying out loud. Thank you understand? You. So if I, I go and see people off, I can go and see somebody off. You get to a junction, you can stand at the junction. Mosquitoes will be biting you for 40 minutes, one hour, just talking and catching up or gisting, especially if it's somebody you haven't seen in a long time. So you see, fine. I, and for me, for what the man said, what jumped up at me is that he has been flirting with some other people, but he hasn't taken it a step further, which means that he now he wants to do something. So he saw some small shadow law. He wants an excuse to go do what he wants to do. You understand? So I think that he now, you see, he feels like the two years that he's been chased, no, why he had did too much. Some little things are flying around him, reminding him of the slaying that his wife used to slay. And now he's, he, they're catching his attention. I'm sure they're so he's thinking, too. so he's exactly, so he's thinking that I've made Haiti and I'm made Haiti. Only for you to come home and see your wife has slayed and you are feeling that, <coughs> sorry, your wife is slain and somebody is potentially also wanting to hit, like you want to hit the other people. So I think this is on you. You want to cheat. You want an excuse to make your cheating legitimate. Charlie, let the lady slay. Let the lady dress. Let the lady have fun. Charlie, Friday night, 40 minutes. Hmm. Hey, so if she had gone for two hours, what would you do? Please. <laughs> 40 minutes. Let's hear you, Olivia. <laughs> but, you should have told still, her, but you should have mentioned it to the husband. That's though. my that's point. That's my point, too. So because of that's my point, But listen, but listen, but listen. Even though I feel <sighs> that she should have mentioned it to the husband, the thing is that sometimes... There are certain things that happen that you forget. It's not like you intentionally said, I wouldn't say. But when she was stepping out, she maybe the intention was not to stay away for 40 minutes. The intention was, oh, I'm just going to, you know, see the person off quick, real quick and come back. So you couldn't message. So I know. I'm yeah, saying that. Look, know. things happen. Things happen. Yeah, I feel you. You know, for instance, I mean, things happen. Sometimes certain things happen. They are so routine. And then you do certain things. And because you know that, oh, he's not even going to come home yet. Exactly. You, you think that you take things for granted. That's yeah. what I'm saying that. So her lesson here is that next time around, when your husband expects you to be someone, you're not going to be there. Simple. Yeah. Just send a simple message message. Yeah, simple exactly. message or give a simple call or do something. Is that even a lesson though? Sorry. Like you guys are married. You're not joined at the hip. Like, no, I know. Down. But the thing is that once you're married, there's a responsibility on both parties. Because the reason why she's also relaxed about him not being home, let's say at 6pm or 7pm in the evening, is because she knows exactly where he's at. He's chilling with his boys. Mm. So the same way you have that closure that he's chilling with certain people that you're okay with, give your husband that closure to know Exactly where you are. Maybe why, the why, 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 why would you 
important. And you know what? And 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 no, I'm not on the cheating part. I'm talking about letting your other partner know because if something happens to you now, if something happens to you now, the first person anybody would call is your partner. And I wouldn't want my partner to say, "Oh, Rosie is at home." Meanwhile, Rosie is involved in an accident in Adabraka. I mean, touch wood. Yes, you know it doesn't. It's only nice that when you have a partner at home, when you're stepping up, especially in the evening. Yeah, that's outside the time of eight to five. It's only nice that you let him know. Oh. Boo, I'm stepping out. I'll be back I, in a bit. I 100% agree with you. It's what it's what we were saying about the um, closure and like putting in my ease kind of thing. Why would you even think that? Of course, I'll keep my it's my partner in the because loop. we are human beings. Oh, imagine no. it was me. Look, imagine it was me. Eh? Imagine it was me. Let's say I went to work and I had to come back home quickly to pick something, maybe some document I forgot to pick, and I saw my husband. Outside with a lady dressed like slain with the hips like that. <laughs> I may trust him, but when I see that, Makuma be too. Of because course. that lady doesn't Fair. meet me a Mijina way. You understand? <laughs> so my heart would jump and I'll go like, ah. So he had somebody like this coming. Why didn't he tell me that he was going to entertain a guest in our home? Yeah. Mm. I'm saying that some things, once you are married, you owe it to your partner to feel at ease. The same way you, you expect your partner to also make you feel at ease. Right. And what makes you feel at ease may be different from what makes your partner feel at ease. You understand? Mm. So for you, you think it's pretty okay. I should be able to go out. We're not joining the hip. Okay. I should be able to go anywhere I want to go. Okay. Then you say, you know what? We're not joining the hip. So where I decide to take my merchandise, that's none of your problem. Now, what do you say? Yeah. So I think that... I think that... As much anything to worry about. No, Don't don't go down that line. I think that it's important (laughs) that we discuss... (laughs) I think, for me, I don't think the woman is up to anything. I don't think that... I think the man is rather the one up to something and it's an excuse. Mm. However, however, when you are married and you are stepping out, especially at certain times of the of the day, it's very important. Yeah. Just a simple text. Yeah. Babes, you don't even have to tell him where you're going. Oh, babes, I'm stepping out with a friend. I'll be back in a bit. Period. Fair enough. That's fair enough for safety, but not for But that's what it's closure. For everything. Like, for everything. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Right, let's bring in our audience. I don't know. Is there anyone itching to talk about this? So, yes, there's a gentleman here. Okay. Hi. My name is Easy. Okay, Easy. Okay. <laughs> I'm married. Nice. So I want to give this gentleman... A short advice, a okay. quick one. Um, in as much as he wants to have time with his friends, I mean, his guys to hang around, have fun with your wife. Just, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I do. Wherever I want to go, I mean, even to the movies, mm. I, I go with my wife. Nice. I just have fun with her. Nice. I mean, if you are always around her, you have time for her. She wouldn't have time. I mean, entertaining this visitor. And besides, the fact that he said that your wife is a slave queen mm-hmm. means she's beautiful. Mm. Be proud of her. Move out with her. I mean, let's her f- by your side. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I feel you. I mean, feel the glory. Okay. <laughs> feel the glory. Yeah, I like it. That's so good. Um, my name is Bernard. All right, Bernard. Hi, Bernard. The thing is, when you give somebody a reason for what you've been before, then it means that going forward, you shouldn't give them more reasons to think that you are sliding back to your past. Okay. Slay queen doesn't necessarily mean somebody who dresses nicely. They flatter her. Oh, no. That's a base. No, that, 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 that is just... No, that's, that's that, as, as a nice name for somebody who dresses nice on social media for a purpose. They don't just dress nice. Okay. What is a purpose? 
to flirt. No. I'm telling you. It's no, flirting no, 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 bad. No. no, no. But, but then, but then, Unless relax. Unless it's a flirt. <laughs> so, no, Degree flirt. You, you, can, you, you, you can look up what slave queen is. It's, it's not just dressing nice. It's, it's a nice term for somebody who dresses nice for a purpose to attract other men. So if, yeah. if, if you let your, your husband in on your history, and then, mind you, the guy mentioned about the one playing hard for get, sex. Yeah. And if, but he likes if, the games. Exactly. He likes it. But then it, it's worrying him. Because then you're thinking, who does she go out with? Otherwise, he wouldn't let us in on all these details. So okay, can, can we talk about something though? Um, yeah, because I haven't. I actually personally have an issue with how the slay queen term has been made so negative. Yeah, because last I checked, if if you're slaying at something, it means you're succeeding at it. You did it well. You yeah, you're it. killing it. But like, it's like lately, it's been given some negative. Yeah, exactly. It's like sure another word yeah. for prostitution. You see, yeah. you see, I I I, yeah. I, 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 I think that. You know, somebody would chop me for, I mean, would eat my head <laughs> or would chop my head off because of what I'm going to say. But you see, the African man is just looking for an opportunity to um, defame, to paint a woman. You know, you don't have to, to say down. You to put women down. You understand? Yeah. So first, the terms are slay queen. Slay queen, when we started, yeah, it was supposed it was to be very positive. A woman it was empowering. Who knew what she was about, yes. it was empowering. Mm-hmm. Dress nicely, yeah. would command respect when she opens the mouth to speak. She's sling at what she's doing. Yeah. Now, all these people, that empowerment, unfortunately, it's not just the men. Some women have also jumped onto the wagon and they even insult slave queens even more. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And then, unfortunately, there are some women who are not doing anything, they're not empowering anything. They're just doing <laughs> the thing because they think they have hips and boobs. I feel you. You understand? Yeah. So that means it's, it's left and right. So I think that the term slave queen should not be a bad thing. If you look at slay in the dictionary, you are working at something. You are good at something. You are you are you are you are conquering something. Yeah, slay. And then queen is you're a woman. You're a queen. So it's a slay queen. But the thing is that people have retagged slay queen to mean so many things. Yeah. And you know, if a woman dresses, eh, and she looks so good to attract the opposite sex, what is wrong with it? What is the big deal? Why do you go to the gym? Yes. You go to the gym, you work out and do all those things. So when you're wearing shirts, granite, pipe, pipe, none of this. Who, 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 is, who is that for? You know, who is that for? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, everybody dresses to impress somebody. Mm. Somebody they think they want to catch the person's attention. So if they think that this is how I want to catch somebody else's attention, they are slaying it. I mean, what's the big deal? Let's move away from tagging every successful woman a coded prostitute. Mm. It's not good. Yeah. A woman is so successful at her game, oh, she must have slept with all the oh men in the company to get there. A woman is so beautiful, no, some man must be financing yeah. this. Yeah. People are men too. So women are working. Mm. Yeah. So you see, somebody is working, she's not attracting men, she's just slaying, she's just wearing the most expensive outfit because she bought it herself for herself because she likes the look of it when she looks in the mirror. Yeah. What's the big deal? Yeah. What's the big deal? What's the I big agree. deal? Yeah. So I think that her past being a slave queen it's not necessarily the fact that Opememan. I don't think that history not was there. Otherwise, he would have stated that in the past she used to flirt around. But what shocked her was the fact that she actually was a homemaker when she married yeah, her, yeah. which is a good thing, which yeah. means that she could slay and she could do X, Y, Z. So if you met her a slay queen 
and one night pair, she slept for 40 minutes and you are shaking. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just two things though. Um, first of all, I mean, I have, the, I have a problem like you with people who make it seem as though being a slay queen and being a successful woman with something going on, on inside your head are mutually exclusive. Mm. I mean, the fact that I, I'm smart or I work hard does not mean... I shouldn't look nice. Otherwise, we'll all close our eyes and pick our clothes in the morning and nobody will care (laughs) what we look like. That's the first thing. But going back to what you said um, about the definition of a slay queen. So let's take it that this gentleman who wrote the letter was using your definition of a slay queen as in like an Mm -hmm. underground prostitute, which means when you met her, you were attracted to her looking nice and yeah, looking, you know... However, you know, slay queens are supposed to look. And then when he was talking about all the things she does at home, he sounded surprised that she's a homemaker, that she cooks, that she has respect, that Mm. she does this. So does it mean he has a right to be suspicious if we're going by this Ghana man definition of a slay queen, as in somebody who looks nice to attract men for gifts and things like that. Maybe that's how she was when he met her. Mm. So, so, so that is, he like, has his own insecurity no, issues yes. that yes. he that has to deal with. Mm. So that means he has to have that conversation mm-hmm. with her and yeah. find out exactly what's going on. Yeah. But yeah. in having even that conversation with her, you shouldn't go attacking her because oh, technically yeah. she hasn't given you proof to doubt her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you need to come in from a loving perspective and say to her, my dear, I was expecting you to be home at this time. Mm. I, I realized that, mm. oh, you are not in what happened simple take it from there you have to always be loving and be empathetic of the person that you're in a relationship with put yourself in their shoes technically i mean thinking about cheating and not cheating is still cheating so yeah yeah so he's been cheating yeah so he's been cheating for a while now in his mind and for me what what gets me about this is the fact that he felt the need to mention that he had been fled like because it's totally unrelated to the conversation but yeah Yeah. there's something there anyway Mm. we will wrap up this particular story and move on remember your comments are welcome yes zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six or you can send an email to jessica at cityfmonline.com hope you're enjoying the show so far um, let's take our next story and here it is my husband and I have three girls and we decided on Valentine's Day 2019 not to have any more children we talked about it and he decided to undergo a vasectomy which I was happy about he told me a week later that he had had the surgical procedure in fact he stayed home for two days nursing his wound Meanwhile, a doctor friend already told me it's just about two minutes pain one man would feel after the permanent contraception. (laughs) But not my husband. It took him two days to heal, and within that time, I prepared all the meals he asked for. I went off the pill, and we'd be having great sex until last week when I found out that I'm pregnant. My husband insisted that it wasn't possible and said it's a miracle. I went to the hospital to find the doctor who he said performed the surgery. He said my husband never showed up. My husband cancelled the appointment due to fear. I confronted my husband about it and he confessed that he lied because he really needs a son. Sisters, who does that? I'm so angry. I can't even look at him. I have no plans for another baby. 
my life is finally picking up at work and he does this to me. Is it okay to also abort? Please help me decide. That's a heavy story. Ladies. Wow. <laughs> Who wants to go? Where do you even start from? Exactly. Where do you even, where yeah, do you even betrayal. Begin? start from? Just from betrayal, man. Because that's wow. what this is. You see, sometimes I wish some men out there, not all men, would appreciate what we go through as mm. women. Mm. You know, the entire childbirth mm. process. You know, your body completely goes through, like, a different phase. This woman has given you three beautiful children. There's nothing wrong if you can't have a son. It doesn't <laughs> matter these days. Like It shouldn't. He, and... I feel so bad for her because she's like, yes, her life is starting to pick up. I mean, if you've been a mother before, I mean, Rosie can, I mean, we can all... Don't let me like, start to. I know, right? <laughs> you know, you, some, some mothers literally take time mm. off work because they know the children didn't ask to, yeah. to be here. So they're giving away their time. Meanwhile, this man, he had nothing to do with pushing the baby out of his... I don't, I, anyway, <laughs> he had nothing. He had no idea what it felt like, whether it was a natural bed, whether it was C, a C-section. Anyway, my point is, can men out there be a bit more sensitive, sensitive to women out there? Mm. And when it comes to this whole sex and contraception, uh, contraceptives to use, um, Weirdly, not weirdly, coincidentally, I had a conversation with a friend at work who was asking me what contraceptive I'm on and what, what I use. Um, because nowadays there there's so many options. And I said to her, I don't use any. Um, when I'm unsafe, I'll use a condom or not have sex at all. And technically, my husband actually has my period app <laughs> so on his knows. phone yeah. and he's so Aww. meticulous oh my gosh yeah. had it not been for him i probably would have had like 10 kids <laughs> but anyways um so we go by that because personally i don't feel like i this is my personal mm -hmm. conviction i don't feel like i want anything to sort of disrupt my female yeah. Yeah. biological system yeah. so i don't want to put anything inside me but this is a conversation we've had as a couple so we know okay this is these are the steps that we need to take especially because we don't want to have any more kids so it goes back to the conversation you had with him. Right. But he had no right whatsoever to do Tricky. that to you. Yeah. And I wish, I wish, I wish, because you said he spent two days at home recovering. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was supposed to, to have taken about two minutes. I wish, <laughs> had you known that, I, I don't know whether you had access to that information, you would have told him to always wear a condom. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Because yeah. that alone, having that, that information alone was power, was, was like some kind of insight as to, did this man actually do it? Maybe mm. should I go and check out there and find out whether he actually did it? And like, I, I don't think she had that information then. No, she didn't. Because you see, when you think of she surgery, eh, all, you, all you think about is a long time to recover. There's nobody who goes to surgery and just gets up and walks away. Yeah, exactly. that's, the, that's the mentality. So if this is a particular surgery, that requires only a couple of minutes to, you know, she probably didn't know. She probably found out after she realized she was pregnant. She's asking so many questions yeah. and things are not playing her mind. But you see, my problem with this thing is that when it comes to pregnancies, you know, before I got married, I just said, oh, if I ever do get married, I want four kids, four kids, four kids. After mm. one, if I had a whole way, I would have stopped that one. Mm. You understand? Now, the body changing is yeah. daunting, but it's the least of your worries. The psychological trauma is the baby going to be whole? Is the baby going to be yeah. complete? I almost had a premature baby with the first one. The second one, I don't want to say the story because <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. my heart actually stopped. 
literally stopped for my second baby. So having, and I have to resuscitate it, so having a baby is not rocket science for everybody. So there's a lot of things that happen to the human, the, the, woman, the, the, the woman when they're having a baby. So most of the time, when the woman has given you three gifts and you have discussed, look, if you're not comfortable, tell her, look, look, I want a fourth one. Let her know. Your stand yeah, but don't be sneaky that you about want it. a fourth one. Yeah. You see, if you let her know your stand, she won't be happy about it, but at least she knows your stand. And we women, like I keep saying that, look, there's no woman who loves her husband and doesn't innately want to make her husband happy. So maybe she's not happy about the fourth one, but she might reconsider her stance over the period. If she knows that, look, this is something that's so dear to my husband's heart, let me just go one more time and see what's up. But when you lie... Mm. Like you went for an appointment. You actually went for you actually went for surgery. Then you came back. Now when you came back, you stayed at home for two days. And that two days you made her a slave for a recovering gentleman. Drinking soup. Drinking soup. And I'm sure like I want a bit more pepper. Oh I want this. Oh I want that. His feet were up. Actually, I can't do this. I can't do that. So the whole two days you were playing sick. It makes you an actor, a professional actor in the home. And my question is that what else have you been lying about in our marriage? You understand? And it's so depressing. And you wait, huh? let's say, okay, it's not very easy for a man to want to go through a vasectomy because for them it's like, you know. Yeah. So let's assume you even lied about it just to make her comfortable. It means that now you should be guided. Right. To make sure she doesn't. So maybe on hindsight, then you go Olivia's husband's route. Pick a timetable and make sure yeah. that it doesn't happen when it's not supposed to happen. Mm. You understand? Then that way you are keeping your thing intact, just yeah. in case of in case it is. But you are not putting her in, in that stress. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get it. So for me, the issue is not even about her being pregnant. My issue is about the lies, the deceit, mm. the acting, the excessive acting the to betrayal. make believe, the betrayal, all of that. And you see, for me, after two kids, look, my body is so deformed, it's, it's crazy. I mean, Jessica knows me for the longest time here. I was like a toothpick. If yeah. anybody told me that today, I'll be wearing the dress as I was wearing. I'll tell you, you're lying. You know? And it's crazy. That psychological stress. You have clothes in your wardrobe you can't fit in anymore. Even the ones you can fit in, your hip is rather on your middle. And then your, your hip has not become your waist. I mean, it's a, crazy, it's a crazy thing to watch in the mirror. So you're working day in, day out. Working hard, dieting, exercising to get back on track. So she's probably just about getting back on track. Her body is just trying to get into shape and voila. She has to go through the process again. Psychologically, she's not in a good place. Yeah. So I wouldn't, for instance, all of us here are not active. Um, 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 we wouldn't go for abortions, but I wouldn't be surprised if she did go for it. Hmm. I, so the, the biggest thing for me here, I mean, I'll have to 100% agree with you, Rosie. The biggest thing for me here is the betrayal. The fact that you were so meticulous mm. in your lie. Go, saying you're going to the hospital, mm. saying you're recovering from surgery, mm. saying she's nursing you, you've had to take two days off. I mean, let's be real. Guys don't like the idea of having a vasectomy. I, don't, I haven't met a single guy who's been like, oh, Yay. yeah, I'm going to have a vasectomy. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. No, I've never heard that. I understand psychologically. I understand the attachment, so I get it. So I don't even see why you're not able to discuss your fears with your partner. Your yeah, so even the fact that there's a lack of communication, there's a lack of openness is already a problem. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here. What he's done is so reckless because you've just 
you've just played with somebody's life. Mm. You've essentially, you've planted a seed within somebody and you forced the person to grow a baby. What if, first of all, she has another girl, your plans failed. Mm. And what if she has no attachment to the child? What will you do then? So, you know what? I mean, I, I, every, everybody who knows me well knows that me, I'm pro-choice. I would much rather you go and not have this baby, not see this baby to full term, than to have a child and punish this child for the rest of his or her life because you did not want them here. I mean, we're women. We know how much our our hormones can affect the way we function. I can't imagine being forced to carry a baby to full term. I can't imagine if my partner right now tricked me and got me pregnant. What the hell? Like, can you imagine? I would never trust him again. um, Yeah, I would never. I mean, where does our relationship go from here? You you Mm -hmm. planned a lie. Like, you even stayed at home. That's that's so messed up on so many levels. So for me... Your relationship is in trouble. And if she decides not to carry the baby, like I said, I mean, I, t- I totally understand her. Mm. Yeah. And, and to add to what you're saying, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even help with regards to the kids, their homework, their bathing them, oh. their three up and down. Like, that stress alone is on a different level. You never and know. We haven't even spoken about postnatal depression. Thank oh, yeah. you. You know, about the nine months. Nine months no. is close to where you are. No, no, but listen, the nine months is the easiest. Of the so, whole process so of making stressful. a baby. Look, as long as the baby drops in, your life uh, comes to an end bottom. Forget you know? it. And aside that, when you suffer postnatal depression, Can it's on a whole new level. Imagine postnatal depression when you didn't even want to have a baby. Oh, that's messed up. That's <laughs> Anyone messed in the up. audience <laughs> wants to weigh in on this? Yes, let me speak to you. Yeah. Your name is? Nonehi. 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 All right. Oh, wow. uh, the betrayal bit has been said a lot, and I'm not going to dwell on it again. But like she said, what happens if it's a fourth girl? Mm. And let's say the woman will carry it to term. Because abortion, you have to check with your doctors and yourself with your faith and decide whether you want to go for it or not. But even if she decides to sacrifice, because it's marriage, we forgive a lot. You have to forgive yeah. every mm. morning yeah. if you want to keep your sanity. Right. Yes. So let's say she forgives. Mm. And then she has the baby and it's a boy. The man will be happy. He'll be Head and over the moon. Yeah. We might even name the baby Miracle Vase or whatever. You have to do a lot to mend his marriage, mm-hmm. to gain back her trust, to to make her feel good again, to 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 help her because then he will have two babies on hand. Mm. The woman will have to come in all out and reinvent herself, learn to forgive again, and learn to trust him again. Mm. And for and me, I would say out. in mm. future, yeah. never allow another human being to, to have your destiny in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want a baby again, don't you take about it. the precaution. You make yeah. the decision. Yeah. It's sad that they are a couple and they decided that on this call, he was going to do it. It's just, he's a baby. Yeah. Come on. You don't go to the hospital and you lie yeah. and you take all Come the nice uh, light soup and all of that. <laughs> Come on. But you have to forgive and let go. Yeah, on. that's true. 13 years in marriage, I know that you have to forgive yeah. every day. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be upset, you'll be angry. Yeah, everything will change. Mm. So a lot befalls now on the man who have to gain back his trust. trust who, yeah. In fact, we we'll organize the sister sister what pacification. <laughs> we we'll have to pacify this lady. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. All right.
Yeah, just a quick one. And I'll go to the holy book. Okay. That how can two work together except they agree? Everything has to be agreed upon. Mm. And once you have agreed upon it, I mean, we are not God. Sometimes you agree and you realize, oh, I really didn't want to agree to this. Come back, you lay it on the table, you discuss it. Mm. But then on the abortion bit, again, how can two work together except they agree? Mm. Go and discuss it with your husband. I mean, there are ways to find out there. No, discuss the abortion. Definitely, because we are on two different wavelengths now. You want to have the child, I don't want to have the child. There there has to be an agreement, because if I forcibly go through with an abortion, there will be a problem. If I if the if I continue to carry the pregnancy, hmm. then there will be all the problems that you've discussed. So there definitely has to be a there consensus. Be, okay, there, there, there can be an intentional miscarriage. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, you it's didn't discuss when you planned the feed, but you want yeah. to discuss the but abortion. But again, there are so many women who live with a lot of guilt when they have an abortion. Yeah. For me, I don't so, agree with it. But so, so it depends on where the woman is also it. at. Mm. I wouldn't encourage her to abort yeah. the baby. Mm. I wouldn't. It's hard, but you never know what child, what, is child what the child is destined to be, yeah. what blessing the child mm. will be to you in the future. Yeah. So I wouldn't encourage you to abort. But yes, by all means... Um, let him know that what he did wasn't funny. Like she's saying, he's a baby. He like is. he has to. There, there's some men who just grow up with, in terms of numbers, like they're 40, they're 50, but they're kids. They're yeah. not mature. Yeah. But let him know that this is what it is. You can't do this on your own. You need help, and he shouldn't do that again. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, for me, the whole betrayal thing is big. Like it's if too I big. was this woman, I'd be thinking. I would actually be thinking my marriage was over. That's how big a deal it is yeah. to me. Um, because if I don't want to have any more kids, I think, and, and you lie to me that you've actually had a vasectomy and I go along with you only to find out it's a lie. For me, that's a huge deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so this woman is a really, she's in a really tight spot. You know, I don't know what she's going to do. I'm not going to ask you to abort it either. But you have to take that decision because at the end of the day, you are the one who's going to have an extra mouth to feed. I don't know what kind of support your husband gives you, but Charlie, right? We'll go for a quick break. When we come back, well, we wrap up. Sister, sister on City TV and 97.3 City FM. Unfortunately, we're at the end of the show. I know it's been like a quick hour gone by (laughs) so fast, but don't worry. We have more episodes coming your way once again. And uh, we've had a really fun time. I love the audience. Put your hands together. Ladies, also, thank you very much for making time out, as usual, to be here for this exciting conversation. We'll be back on your favorite station, same time, next week. Bye-bye.